Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the Service Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Jump, here to talk all things service marketing, growth. We'll talk a little dent removal because that's what I do. We'll talk auto body, recon, the whole nine. We're going to go through it pretty quick here because I've got myself a busy day. We've got the students coming back in. This last week, our repairs for our shop, we had a really nice M6 that got keyed. I hate people to do that kind of shit. Uh, F-150 Lariat with carbon fiber accents, badass truck. He got hit by a little girl swinging open her door, coming into the grocery store, and the bounce back on the door almost freaking cut her leg off. Luckily, she was okay, um, and several other cars. And then we had uh, our students come back in as well um, and did great, but they're struggling a little bit because of their physicality. So I, and I'm sure they're not hitting the gym over the weekend, and we did pull a, a, a fifth day on Saturday to get them some more time. I've got some extra special exercises lined up for them Monday. Kind of think connect the dots so to speak like on a coloring book but on steel so hold on one second i'm getting i can probably show how you go that's when i was leaving yes anyway um but yeah the students need some help and i got some new exercises i'm hoping to get them turned Turned around just because of their physicality. Bright guys, smart guys work hard, not lazy, but they just they have to take a lot of breaks because their bodies. They just they're not um, athletic as we like to say. But anyway, all right, moving on from that, from being uh, to talking a bunch of PDR stuff. Let's keep it more generic, more service marketing. What are the top industries if you were going to start a service business or diversify and start another one? Number one is technology. Kind of kind of a no-brainer, right? Technology. A lot of times it doesn't cost a lot of money and you can build it once and then sell it twice, so to speak. So man, I'll tell you right now, I love technology. I wish I had a te technology business. Uh, imagine if you had a really successful app, you know, or software, shit, man, game over. Number two, healthcare. Healthcare is, is we all need it. Our bodies are gonna be breaking down sooner or later or they already are and we're all gonna need it. It's, it's an evergreen industry. Energy, same thing, I think the top uh, most richest person in the in the world is energy based, maybe Exxon, I think. And then financials, you know, anything to do with financials can't beat that. And lastly, retail. I don't like retail because cogs, cost of goods sold, you know, inventory. It's just you're just not gonna have the margins. You're gonna have a lot more headaches. But anyway, those are the top five industries, as told by, I think it was Inc. 500 or something. I got the list off of. Anyway, million dollar ideas. I'm gonna drop some million dollar ideas. These are gonna be more automotive, so for anybody that's not automotive, you might still get some, be able to glean some some uh, gems out of this. Number one, pocket low, uh, lows in our dent removals and key scratches. Some of these come up with a clear coat with a thickener agent to get it thick like gel or paste because I come across this with students and then we have this keyed car, excuse me, keyed car. I think you'd be able to fix a lot of keys and for guys that can't get their dents out all the way, for whatever reason, you fill it up with clear, cut and buff, it's gone. Because the light won't reflect when it's filled up with clear. It is, it's a million dollar idea, um, you know, but you've got to be able to come up with a way to make that clear won't run down, so it won't run down the side of the vehicular. But anyway, that's number one. Uh, number two, and this is more for us automotive guys. A lot of guys don't think about servicing fleets. It's volume works. It's steady like a dealer. They pay well. I used to do some police cars for a nearby uh, police station, and they were <laughs> those cars are messed up. I don't miss that. 
Um, but they paid well. And they paid they paid like net 60, I think it was, which wasn't great. Uh, but think about it. You're not going to have competition. Um, most of these, these places lease the cars, so they can't have dents and scratches. And a lot of them like to keep them up during the actual service. Um, so you've got, you've got them by the balls, basically. But, you know, you're going to have to be able to provide those services. Um, but I'll tell you right now, one or two small uh, fleet accounts could, could fill your pockets really well. I'm going to go down the list. I actually made a list for you guys of the top nine uh, fleets in the United States. Number one is AT&T with only 66,000 vehicles across the U.S. PepsiCo is number two with 62,000. Comcast with 37,000. Waste management. Th these aren't trucks. These aren't. These are. They also have their truck lists, which are huge. These are vans and cars. 32,000. Verizon, 20,000. Time Warner, 19. Qantas Services. I don't know who the hell that is. 18,9. Republic Services, 19,000. Waste Connections, etc. 15,000. And, and guys, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of fleet companies out there. Some might only have 10 cars. Some might, you know, have a thousand and up, as you can see. Find fleets in your area, strike up a deal, and you could have yourself a good little account, and and no competition. You know, the other competition might be some body shop that's banging them for huge money because they've got you know huge overhead and they can't do it cheap. Well, us small guys, guess what? We can't. We don't have the overhead. Just as long as you can provide the services they need in a timely manner. I love fleets. I love fleets. I just heard of a huge one that now has a mandatory law that the, the, the company that's leasing the cars to them says, you cannot drive around with dents or scratches. And I'm talking small scratches. The cars have to look, and the vans need to look immaculate. Otherwise, you'll get fined, huge. And that, and that car has to come off the road and you'll get penalized if we see you with a van with dents or scratches. It's like, wow. Singing our, singing our uh, tunes, aren't they? So that was badass. So, so fleets, guys, it's a million dollar idea, at least a low to mid six figure idea if you're a one man band, right? All right. So, what else? What else? What else? Million dollar idea number three. Let's see. What would it take for you to own or start your own dent warranty company? You know, dent and scratch, whatever. Not a lot. Not a lot. Look up 1 800 Dent Doc. Daryl or Darren, I think his name is. He is out here in West Coast, and he pivoted. He used to have a dent company, and he just got into warranties a few years back. And, I, and it might be like five or eight years. I don't remember. But he's got, I think, thousands of reviews now, and he's picked some good guys to fulfill the service. They're not all his techs. He can't do that. They're, he's got them across the United States. So he just sells the warranties and has people fulfilled to take out the dents. Pays them well. Makes a little bit. I don't think, I mean, he doesn't make anything off the repair because the repair is free. He makes it off the, the sale of the contract. Um, and he's a small fish. Dent Shield's another one from Dent Wizard, unless they change the name. And there's multiple other ones. Basically, here's the checklist. So get your little crayon out. Number one, you have to have a contract that will serve uh, your clients or dealers. Get that drafted by an attorney or a lawyer. Number two, fulfillment. you got to have people to do the work. So what if you just started in your city and sold three or four dealers? Okay, you do the fulfillment first if you're a dent guy. Otherwise, you find a dent guy to do it. Number three... You probably have to have some insurance in case something does happen with one of those guys doing a repair to a car and, you know, he puts his foot through the windshield or something on accident while having sex with his, the secretary at the business there. Uh, number four, you have to be able to scale it. Okay, but that's down the road. But yeah, how are you going to scale? Start small. Start city, township, area, then go county, maybe region, and then state, and so forth and so on. 
there's plenty of people out there that will do the work for you. It, you just have to basically structure it and then market and sell it. Okay, this, and here's the hidden here's the hidden gorilla in the room, guys, the elephant, if you will. Okay, if you let's say you just get three or four or five of these locally. Okay, these accounts, these dealers. You, it's a great way to get the used car business, the recon business. It's leverage. If you go, they always say go upstream for sales. If you got the top poobah signing off on your sale, everybody else is going to follow suit. They have to, the owner or the general manager, whatever. So if you've got a dent warranty contract in, and you ask for the used car business, unless it's one of those kind of managers who just doesn't want to step on toes, if you say, hey, look, you know, I'm going to I'm going to deduct a hundred dollars per contract. I just and. I don't want to, you know, I'll charge the normal price your competition is charging for the recon, but I want the recon business. Done. Or if you're a buyer shop and you want to glean the, the service drive body work, a good service drive can, can be between twenty dollars and $50,000 a month in body, body work. So you imagine if you had three or four or five of those, you got $100,000 worth of body work coming out, and that's all because you were service, serv uh, serving the warranties. So there's a lot of hidden gems. <coughs> Excuse me with warranties and i don't think a lot of these other guys are even doing it i mean they're probably making enough money off the warranties they don't give a shit but i just i don't know i'm greedy like that i like to make as much as i can so instead of mid six i'd like to make mid seven or even eight figures if i can so i see that being you know you can, you can even farm those contracts off and make a piece you know hey i'm going to give you a piece of this body work but uh i'm getting 10 percent off the gross you know something like that so anyway just food for thought but those are three multi-million dollar uh ideas um, i'm not doing any of them we're not doing warranties we're not doing fleets right now and i haven't invented the damn clear coat wish i did so maybe we'll do one of these in the near future but right now i'm focusing on what i'm what i'm doing trying to be better at that so you know how it goes but anyway that's it guys that's kind of a quick one we're 10 minutes in i gotta get back we got students coming in here in a momentarily looking forward to james and mike i think they're here for at least one more week um, if I had to guess, I would say they're going to be here three or four weeks just because of the, the limiting time we could put where they have to take breaks and, you know, sore arms or hands or whatever. But hopefully they'll condition out and they'll get better after the second week. Um, but they're good guys. They're hardworking and they're focused. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Enjoy this Monday, September 26th, and we'll catch you on the next SAI Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.